Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Christian Call Center where Jesus is on the main line and we're online too. Hey y'all, welcome back. Welcome to episode three of our summer series. It is time to talk about tryouts. Okay. So we touched a little bit on this um in our last episode, but you know, this time we gotta go a little bit deeper. So as far as like tryouts are concerned, what are what are we really talking about here? Like what What's a tryout? What, what what are we? Are we like? Are we, I guess because I guess when you think about tryouts, you think about if you if, say you trying out for your your local football team or something. I guess you're trying to narrow down the field to see who's actually going to be on the team. So I guess is decide after we get through all the. I guess like what, what what's the Bible verse like separating the wheat from the tares? So in this case. We separating who's who are like okay, this is not what I want. To these people, kind of fit what I want. So we narrowing down the field. I guess we're talking about. So, in terms of dating, what exactly is a tryout? Like, what are we doing? I mean, I guess we can we can talk about. I guess because everybody, I think, has in their head the type of person they see themselves with, you know, like you've got these these qualities that you're like, OK, if 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 I were to meet a man or if I were to or in the case of a guy, if I were to meet a woman, this is what I want to see in that person. So obviously, if you meet people who fit these criteria and obviously it's not just you know, the outside appearance is what's going on in their head. It's what's their character, that type of stuff. So how, I guess we got to explain how we narrow that type of stuff down. How do you get there to figuring that out? So really, how do you figure out what you want in a partner? I think that's what we got to talk about. How do you figure out what you want in a partner? Yeah. So, isn't that where your standards come in? At? Okay, so when when you're saying standards, though, what do you mean? Like, because everybody says they have standards, but like, what does that really mean? I guess that depends on you and what you're looking for. Okay, well, what about you? What are you looking for? <laughs> of course, I want the God fearing young man. Um, Somebody I can laugh with, joke with. I can tell all my secrets to. You know, it's like my, my better half, my best friend, you know, a male version of me, I would say. A male version of you. Okay, that's interesting. What about you, Joe? What you looking for in a brother? Well, I've, I've said this on numerous occasions. I threw my list out the window, so. 
I mean, yeah, you say that, but like obviously there's stuff you still want. I mean, not not really. Like, I mean like, it's, as far as their character is concerned, there's not something you like. Of course you want a guy that's in the church, right? Who got yeah, right? of course. Like like realistically, like I said, for me, it's it's more so like I I don't I don't I don't want to be in a position where I limit things based on a list. You know what I mean? So like as much as like I because I, I used to say, OK, like I want, you know, someone who's in the church. I want somebody who makes me laugh and all these things like all of those things are all well and great. And of course, like they're still wanted. But I just I don't know. Like, I feel like lists are so limiting for me. That's my personal conviction. I just don't even want to like. I don't know. I don't want to do that. I I feel like, yeah, I'm I know my relate what I want, and because he knows what I want, he's gonna provide that for me. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna leave it up to Jesus. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds good. Yeah, but that sounds real nice. I still feel like. People Again, this is my this is my personal conviction. They ain't got nothing to do with y'all. So what made you come up with this conclusion? Because right, of, I, because of experiences that I've had, I feel like I was um I was so stuck on a list, and I'm not saying I threw my standards out the window. That's not what I'm saying at all. I have dated people who I thought were good for me. So because I had this list of I want like, you know, business minded, business oriented, someone that's goal oriented, someone who's passionate about like, you know, the things that they want in life or, you know, obviously someone who um, knows God, has a good relationship with God. Like I've asked for these things and I've and I've sought these things out in people that I've dated and they didn't quite turn out to be who they want because on top of that, obviously they had other character flaws. And that, again, is very much realistic. But because I was so much like. I think I passed on a, a lot of people because of what I thought I was looking for. And I think because of my, and that's what I kind of talked about in the last episode, like me being so picky about like little things, like the way that you speak and the way that you write and all those things. It's like, I don't even give people the chance to be themselves because I'm so caught up in my own way of viewing people. You know what I mean? So because of that, I was kind of like, okay, like maybe I need to take a step back. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe there's something that I'm not seeing. Cause obviously like we have our wants and we have our needs, which are two completely different things. I may want a certain thing, but that might not be something that I need. So because I don't fully know what that is because, you know, I'm trying to like learn who I am as a person and, and try to be a better version of myself. So right now in this moment, I don't know what that looks like. So I'm kind of just like up in the air about it. So like whatever it is, it's like, it's like, you know, like how they always say, like, when you know, you know, mm-hmm. it's like one of those things. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm in a place where I've worked on myself. I've worked on my relationship with God that I feel like it's going to be one of those moments where it's like, okay, yeah, that's it right there. You know what I mean? Like dudes just gonna pop up and and and, and like, not necessarily pop up, but you know it's just gonna be one of them. 
okay, like dramatically it's gonna be one of them light shining moments, like the spotlight's gonna hit him the right way, and it's gonna be like, okay, that's the one, like that's the dramatic way of looking at it, but like realistically, it's like catching a vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. It's gonna I feel like it's gonna be one of those moments. Explain to the people the lingo who don't know what catch a vibe means. Right. Okay. Catching a vibe, like how can I explain it? It's it's like you know how when you meet somebody and you kind of get this feeling about them, like you, it's it's almost like a prejudgment, but not really a prejudgment. It's like a you can look at somebody and be like, okay, this person is a good person, or this like having discernment. This person is a good person. Yeah. This person I'm not so sure about. That's you know? a good word. That's a that's yeah. a, like instead of an SAT word, that's a good Bible word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I feel like for me, where I am, it's like it's having that mentality, or or not necessarily having that mentality, having having the confidence in my relationship with God that He is going to allow me to know like who that right person is. Okay, so so I like that. I like that. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna elaborate on that a little bit because I like that thought of okay, you can discern, you can use discernment to be like, okay, this is the person for me. But like, how do you separate that from just like discerning people who should be in your life? You know, like not necessarily that partner, but like friends. You know. Because I feel like that could that could go a long way in this conversation too. Like, how do you separate that discernment of a person who's supposed to be like, okay, this is somebody I can do life with as a friend versus this is somebody I'm doing life with as a partner? Because I feel like that can be something, especially for people our age, that we like mess that up a lot. Mm-hmm. Like we can miss out on friends because we're like, oh, I vibe with this person and they're supposed to be my my person where it's really just supposed to be my friend and vice versa. Okay, how do you distinguish the difference between the discernment spirit and your ego? And you, you think it's discernment, but it's really you. Ooh, that's another Is that what you're asking? I'm asking both, I guess. Okay, because I could, I was trying to understand your question, but then it kind of threw me a little bit. So My, my first question is initially, like, because you talked about like you said, God will give you the discernment to be like, okay, this is the one. Mm-hmm. But like how, I guess, like Brandy kind of explained a little better because how do you know it's actually God telling you this is the one and it's not your feelings telling you that because you get along with that person really well. And so like, it could just be somebody who's supposed to be your friend or something. Ah, okay. I see what you're saying. So you're saying like you're in this stage of like potentially dating. So you're around people, you're scouting, you're in the position to be seen um, by other people. And then you may have started talking, dating, whatever with this person. And you're kind of like, okay, you're waiting on God to give you the confirmation, but you're also kind of feeling it, you know, in your own self. So you're kind of, you're basically asking, how do you know if God is saying, okay, this is the one, or if you're saying, because you started developing feelings for this person that you're convincing yourself that they're the one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the simple answer is really, is based on your relationship with God. Um, 
but pra- practically, um, it's based on your relationship with God. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't. Um, but what, what I will say is this: I think, um, I think the most important thing to do is um, have a strong support system around you. That's what I will say. And and what I mean by strong support system is people who not are not afraid to tell you the truth. And in that, you also have to be willing to listen. Because as I talked about the last time with the idea of red flags, and if we're, we're staring at the flag, we're not seeing that the flag is red. You know what I mean? Like we're just seeing parts of it. We don't see it full circle. But if we have the people that are around us they're seeing things from completely different angles. So they are going to be able to tell you things that you may not realize. So sometimes you're stuck in your own infatuation because you started developing feelings for this person and you allow your infatuation to be confused with love or you allow your desperation to be confused with love because sometimes you're in a place where you're so eager to get married or you're so eager to be in a relationship that you accept whatever it is that's given to you and that might not necessarily be it so kind of what you're saying is this person might not have been a relationship for you this person might have just been a stepping stone to get to somewhere else or whatever the case may be you have to be willing to accept that you might be wrong Mm. so and and I think that that's that's the that's the downfall, but also the beauty in in this season of going through drafting and tryouts and and preseason and all that. It's 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 kind of like you said, it's the separation between the wheat and the tares. It's learning who you are and what you're willing to accept and not accept and what it's teaching you what is good for you and what is bad for you through experiences with other people. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to date these people in a romantic way. These people can just be your friends, but being friends with people of the opposite sex from you helps you to, to distinguish certain character traits that you may be able to, to, to connect with well, or you may not, you know what I mean? Sometimes you're friends with people and you see certain characteristics in them and you're like, you know what? I would love that in a husband, you know? But that doesn't necessarily mean that the friend that you see those characteristics in is your husband. True. You know? So mm-hmm. it's it's the same, you know, it's the same concept and it's the same mindset. Like you just have to be able to, um, like I said, be, be confident in the 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 relationship that you've developed with god because again if you have that sense of trust and in in what god preached knowing again if we're just like with a parent a parent knows their child very very well they know that if they go to a store you they know exactly what to pick out for the child without the child being there because they've learned that child the child learned the parent the parent learned the child it's the same way we have to view our relationship with god if we say that god is our father we're our expectation is god knows us inside and out so if we trust that 
we should know that God isn't going to give us something that doesn't fit us. But sometimes we allow our own sight to say that this isn't right because we don't look at it the same way that God looks at it. Because for me, this is where my conviction comes from, because I'm so focused on my list because I'm so focused on, okay, this person doesn't have a six-figure job. This person doesn't have a degree. This person doesn't have this. This person doesn't have that. I'm so focused on that. And God is saying, forget all of that. Because, yeah, this person might not have all of those necessary quality qualities that you're looking for on paper naturally, but spiritually they can lead you to heaven. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes we allow those things to get in the way of what is right for us so that that's where my personal conviction came from i don't want to be in a position that i'm so laser focused on what sounds good on paper that i'm i i push myself away of what's spiritually right for me and that's in all aspects, not just in relationships, but that's specifically dealing with the whole list thing. That's where my conviction came from. I get that. I get that. Like you don't want to, you don't want to miss out on what God has for you because you're so focused on what you want. Yeah. Like that. And I that's where a lot of a lot of disappointment comes in. That because instead of like waiting on God, you you're acting off of your own feelings. Coming up with your own expectations, and then when it don't turn out to be that way, you hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. You hurt your own feelings. So I get it. Okay, I can respect that. That makes sense. So yeah. yeah, make sure that make sure y'all are paying attention to people. Like that's really that's really what it boils down to. Because like. God will place people in your life for a whole bunch of reasons. It could be a blessing or a lesson. Yeah. You know? So don't necessarily be like, okay, this situation, this situation went left. So, you know, that's it. I'm done. Or this situation went right, but this wasn't what I wanted. So I'm out. So it's all about making sure you're taking heed to the situations around you not just not just living in the moment you know i think that's really what it boils down to um what else can we talk about here oh go ahead brandy oh i wasn't saying that oh um i was going to talk about because we 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 had a good discussion on Ruth and Boaz a couple episodes ago. And when I thought about tryouts, I thought about um I thought about Jacob, you know, and how he worked at his uh at his uncle or his cousin in law's like his farm or his his plant or whatever the situation is called. I don't know what it's called, but like he worked for his uncle-in-law for seven years to in order to marry his daughter Rachel because he felt like okay this is the woman for me this is the woman God has for me so in order to earn 
you know, in order to earn her, I have to be a hard worker. I have to show her father that I'm worthy of her. So I'm going to work for seven years. I'm going to do everything this man says. I'm going to, you know, make sure his, his sheep are tended. I'm going to make sure he has everything he has and it's taken care of well. And obviously, you know, her father Laban saw that he was a good worker and everything because he ended up giving him his daughter. It just wasn't the right daughter. <laughs> so I guess, and I guess I'm that, sorry, if that was me though, I feel like I need to throw hands. <laughs> Why you say that? Like, what you mean you giving me the wrong daughter? Huh? Like, that's not the one he asked for. Like, I came here for like that wasn't the deal. Like it is just not adding up. Like that wasn't the deal. Like he said, he said this was the deal. Like if I work seven years, you finna give me Rachel. And he was like, all right, cool. But then he turned around and gave him Leah. Like that's breach of contract. Like I'm suing you, <laughs> your family, dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow, like all of that. <laughs> like I don't understand. But like but like according to according to the story, it was like this is this is custom. Like you can't marry the younger daughter first. Like you gotta the older daughter has to get married first because that's the rules. So he said, "Nah, you you finna marry Leah, and if you want Rachel, you gotta work another seven years." And he worked them seven years though. He worked them seven years. He wanted what he wanted. So lesson, brothers. If you want something, you gotta work for it. <laughs> don't let don't let somebody else's you know schemes get in the way of what is for you. Would that apply for women too? Like if if we know we want we work for it, or what does it only apply to the men in this situation? Um well, considering you know, he that findeth a wife, you know. But I think if if we talk specifically about marriage, obviously we're encouraging the he that findeth a wife situation. However, when it comes to just working for something in general, obviously if you want something, you have to earn it. So work to achieve. I was speaking relationship wise. I feel like my husband can find me if I if if I go out there. I don't can put myself out there. I mean that depends on what you what you define because like if 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 you put if you talking about put yourself out there in the sense that like you're doing the things that would make you in your eyes worthy of a husband you know i don't know or if i say like, if i see something that i like and i go with my like and i shoot my shot how do i know this not my husband if i don't shoot my shot See, I don't he, know. He, I like technically, he still found me. I just shot my shot first. Did he? I think, I think Joe wants to chime in. Did he? I think know? Joe wants to chime in. Did what he you said, Joe? Know? Like, did he find you? <laughs> yeah, he found me. Okay, just because I. But how, how, how do you know what his intentions were? But still, though, it's like I, I still, I, I think Joe. that he that finded the wife found the good thing. But what's wrong with the woman shooting her shot first? 
but what I'm saying, how do you, again, the person's intention, because again, the scripture says he that finds a wife finds a good thing. So going back to what John was saying, you have to be seen as a wife in order for him to find you. So that means working on the qualities, the wifely qualities that you have, you know, to, or, or being able to portray that, that character trait or that, that image, that aura, when somebody looks at you, they see a wife in you, not a girlfriend, not a baby mama, not a friend. You see what I'm saying? So I can do wallet and she still, huh? I can do wallet and still shoot my shot. But again, what I'm saying is when the guy comes and he sees you, how do you know what he sees in you? How do you not know if he's shy and don't want to go with his move first? How do you know if he's not thinking the same thing you're thinking? But again, if I'm if I'm going, and this is me, if I'm thinking of I'm looking for a kingdom relationship, if I'm looking for a godly biblical relationship, right? That mm-hmm. to me means if the scripture says he that findeth. It's him that's doing the work. It's him that's doing the approach, not me. That's just me, though. Whew. I don't know. Because what, what does that look like? Let, let, let's go deep. Because there's a lot of people who might, you know, feel that way. So what does that look like? What does the whole shooting your shot thing look like? As far as a woman shooting her shot? Yeah, like for you, Brandy, I what I like. he finds you, so he sees you, and your step is to do what? Like, I put myself in position to be seen, but if he doesn't, but at the same time, like, if I like you enough or if I vibe with you enough, to where I could potentially see something there, I'm going to go on my move. I'm not going to wait on you to go with your move. I'm, I'm, I'm going to step in that water and mm-hmm. talk to you first. I'm just bold like that. Mm-hmm. So, Joe, if I'm hearing you correctly, it's like, so if the brother doesn't shoot his shot, it's like, how do you know he even sees you that way? I, I mean, I feel like that's part of it. I feel like that's something that's where conversations comes in. That's where conversation comes in. Like he don't necessarily have to go with his move first to know if he potentially she sees you as a wife. I guess for me, what I'm saying is for so going back to what you're saying. If you guys are. I guess you're saying you guys are talking, you guys are having conversations, and then you're liking him and you're shooting your shot. Is that what asking him out on a date? Is that asking to be in a relationship? Is that all of those things? Uh, I can ask you for your number and continue conversation. Or yes, I can ask you out on a date. But as far as like being an actual accent to be in a relationship, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. But I'll ask a guy out on a date and I'll like, you know, ask for a number and you can see you talk or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
I just let stuff happen. Like once I do that, I let stuff happen naturally. I let it progress into whatever it's gonna be. Either that progress into a relationship or a friendship. But I'm not finna like. But you're. Oh, I want to be with you. Type so like. Maybe I'm explaining this wrong. No, I hear you. But in this situation, you're kind of controlling the narrative, almost because. In this, it's like okay, yeah, because I thought you was cute, and I, I feel like I feel you inter- you're interesting. I'm a little interested. Yeah, I was like controlling the narrative because in that moment, you were the one who made the decision. Okay, but how do I know if he wasn't thinking the same? But again, he shot. This is hypothetical. Mm-hmm. How do I? How do I know if he? How do I not know if he? He sees me the same way, but he's just shy. Don't want to go to his room. I can miss out on my blessing if I don't say nothing. And he can miss out on his blessing for not saying nothing either. That's why I stepped in. Right. Hmm. I I, I, see I, read, I can read people. Saying, Joe, I see what you're saying. Because it's like if for him not to make the move, it's like he's not trusting in God to be like if if, if God is telling him this is the one yeah and he's not making that move it's like he's not trusting god to make the move neither of you are because he's not trusting god to make the move and you're not trusting god that's gonna lead him to make the move okay 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 because because and the only reason i'm 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 realizing that conclusion is because i was actually somebody had listened to the last episode mm-hmm. had come to me afterwards and was like, because it could not be, she said, basically, it, it would not be me shooting my shot at a brother because, mm-hmm. because he's supposed to find me. And how can he find me if I'm out here, you know, being like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Like, like that's not, in other words, she was like, that's not him finding me. That's me finding him. Mm-hmm. Because for me, my my thing is the same way I take the time to, to, to develop myself, to work on myself, to be the one who can portray wifely qualities, my expectation is that man is also working on himself. That man is also building up his confidence, who's strengthening his relationship with God, who's also putting in the work to be the best version of himself so that when by the time we're we come to meet each other we're not coming as two broken people mm-hmm. we may be coming as works in progress but we're coming from a space of healing we're coming from a space of putting in the work to be at a place that i that they can make decisions you so see what i'm like, saying so like if he can't even make the decision to step who, who forward you leading faith, yeah like if he can't make the decision to step forward in faith and be like I I want to see where this goes. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Who says he's not going to do that? I just shot my shot first, but how do I not? But how do you know he's not going to do that? It's a possibility, but I didn't. I'm not giving him the opportunity to show me that either. I took the Maybe opportunity. Maybe because, like, because, like because you take the initiative first, it's like you're not giving him. Like yeah. it, it not necessarily. I just like what I saw. This is the like. This is like. If he's gonna do that, then he's gonna do that. Like you're just gonna push ahead and be like, "All right, I'm gonna do it." 
because I see them and I want them and I'm gonna do it. Yeah, not necessarily. I I, I think I I get what I get what you're saying. That 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 actually that actually like it shifts my perspective on it a little bit. I don't agree. Because because I'm I'm def I was definitely and and it's it's still something I'm working on. I was definitely of the mindset of well. If she thinks I'm cute, she can shoot her shot. Absolutely, please. Mm -hmm. Ab absolutely, please shoot your shot at me. <laughs> and I still kind of feel like that, but I see what you're saying, Joe. I definitely see what you're saying. Like, if I'm waiting for her to shoot her shot, then, like, who am I really leading? As a husband, I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm not giving off husband if I'm waiting for her to shoot her shot. Right. I don't necessarily agree with that but Why? my brother's wife actually shot her shot at him and they've been together what 25 years i'm not saying that it doesn't work it could work he's very more, much the head of that more, family more he power leads. to them if it did work for them i'm just saying i don't necessarily think that that's an appropriate move to make I just feel like for me, in my head and in my mindset, I don't think that if you're not even capable of making the attempt, because again, you're under the impression, okay, I see this girl and I like her. I think she's attractive. I want to get to know her. But you can't even take the initiative to walk up to the, per to the person that you feel like you want to get to know so when it comes to other things in life when it comes to now moving and and growing and 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 developing this relationship and when it comes down to making decisions and all these things you couldn't even take the first step just because she shot the shot first i'm just saying that it in part it kind of connects to your inability to lead i don't that's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying that's my perspective. And and you know, listeners, please weigh in on this part of the conversation because I'm curious to hear what other people have to say. I feel I like agree. because we 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 took there's a lot of things that went wrong when it comes to dating, when it comes to the approach, when it comes to how to handle these relationships. And that's why a lot of times like dynamics in relationships are so messed up and we don't even realize how messed up the dynamics in relationships are because of how we kind of took away this whole, and I think I kind of talked about it a little bit in like the first episode, this idea of like this femininity and this masculinity and how you know, everybody, you can do this and you can do that and you can do some things and you can do other things or whatever. And all of these lines have now been blurred in such a way that you don't even know what's appropriate and what's not appropriate anymore because everything is acceptable for everybody to do. And that's not necessarily the case. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't know. We we can we can we can definitely table this part because I feel like this is this is a debate that could literally go on forever. Yeah. Um and it can go in like so many different directions too. Yeah. 
So let's let's move on a little bit because we we kind of we kind of did talk about compatibility a little bit because Joe, you brought up like you're not really looking to see you're not really focused on specific qualities and brandy you listed some qualities you're looking for and then joe also kind of brought up like how she was a nitpicker and is trying not to be a nitpicker so much anymore Mm -hmm. which you know amen for progress so i guess we can kind of we can kind of lead into what does it look like after you've narrowed it down to that one person like so i guess i guess joe in your case you the that that person is you i guess you would say that if they've narrowed it down to be if they've shot their shot finally and been like okay i want you to be my girlfriend or i want to court you or whatever and brandy if you shot your shot or if he shot a shot at you however you know that's worked out so what does that next step look like for me because of my mindset, I already know that's my husband because of, of what I've already like kind of put into the atmosphere. So I know like if you pass that step and we got to the point where you try and make me your girlfriend, you also try and make me a wife. So for me, I'm already in that whole mindset of courting. We are working towards marriage. Ain't no possibility. Ain't no question none of that i feel like the questions would have came like prior to of oh is this the right person for me but i think once we kind of like solidify that this is a relationship i think this is kind of like i'm definitely like skipping steps like this is is road to marriage for joe yeah for me okay brandy how you feeling what was the question again I was saying like so like after 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 we've you know narrowed I guess narrowed down to that last person like okay because we talked about you know earlier we talked about like drafting is like the narrowing down the field you know the 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 tryouts is like you get into these like last couple people who you realize are like okay this is they're fitting the qualities I want in a person and then it's finally to like okay this is this is the one like they're like all right let's make this thing exclusive. Like no more, no more going out on dates with other people. Like we're, we're on some serious business now. So like, what does that next step look like? I mean, we're working to build something. Of course, that's going to be a lot of prayer and supplication to make sure that this is the man who God has sent for me to marry one day, maybe. Um, but yeah, we just working on we just doing us working on us building so come that one that that unit. Okay, so, but again, like, what does that mean? Because a lot of people are like, I get especially nowadays, like, exclusive dating doesn't necessarily mean marriage. So. I guess my question is, as kingdom builders, the kingdom builders we are, how do we make sure that that's what we're building towards? I guess that's my question. All of that is in conversation. Say that again, Joe, because you kind of like- I'm saying all of that 
is in conversation. It has to be. Communicate that with your partner. Mm -hmm. So I think kind of going back to, you know, what we were talking about in, in the drafting and in the tryouts, like those first day questions, like knowing what people's intentions are before you even get to the point of this is my boyfriend, this is my girlfriend, you should already know what they see as a long-term goal. If they aren't even considering the possibility of marriage, we shouldn't even be at a place where you're making me your girlfriend or you're making me your boyfriend for what? What's the end goal here? However, that might work for some people because not everybody wants to get married. But, you know, for me and, you know, for people who want to to get there, that's not an option for you to not see that as an end goal or to not see marriage as an end goal. Okay. Because like I said, like, and like we've been talking about, you know, not everybody is, especially in this day and age, like marriage is like, a, oh, maybe like, oh, marriage is a scam, all that, all that type of stuff, you know? So yeah, a lot of this stuff got ruined by society. So how do we navigate that type of space? Because how do how do we how do we navigate the space of people not wanting to be married? Cuz like I think there's a lot of people out there who maybe because of past experiences like we've talked about it, like mm -hmm. because of things we've been through like some some of us don't even feel like we should be getting married like i'm gonna be single for the rest of my life or, or stuff like that so how do how do you get past something like that for our for our you know fellow single folks out here so something that i heard mike todd speak about and I may be quoting him wrong, but I remember he was he was having a discussion about dating. And he was saying how society created this concept of dating, teaching everybody how to run. Oh, I think I heard that. I think I heard yeah. that. Yeah. It's it's like when it comes to dating there's always this idea of there's a way to get out. And I think that's the narrative that needs to be eliminated. There's always an option of, okay, well, I can just break up with them and go on to the next person, or I can just get a divorce or prenups or whatever. Like all of these are like safety nets that if it doesn't go quite the way that I wanted it to, I have a way of escaping. I have a way of leaving. I have a way of dropping the ball. Now, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of situations out there where I understand the, the reason for wanting to get out of a relationship. But again, it shouldn't be like you shouldn't walk in with the, with the idea of I can leave. 
yeah like you shouldn't it shouldn't be in the back of your head like okay we'll just see if this works out like no you sh i feel like when entering into a relationship with a person you're working towards being one you're t working towards building you're giving yourself to that person just as much as they're giving themselves to you so in that that's a lot of like emotional connection that's a lot of mixing of, of everything going on there and and realistically like I, I don't remember who exactly said it but every time you enter into relationship and you leave you're leaving a part of yourself with that person and then you have to spend time working on building up that part that you just left with that person Mm. So it's like if if you're gonna go into it, you have to go in with the mindset and the intention of I'm going to make this work. So and I think that's that's why it's so important to not just date just to date or not to just throw yourself around this way or that way, because you're you're causing a lot of destruction not just for yourself but for the people that you enter into these relationships with because when they're over they're now spreading all of those things to other people and and it's just this constant cycle that no one's really paying attention to because all they're focusing on is their own pain and their own hurt mm -hmm. and while it's it's good to get past what you're dealing with it's also again if you went into something with the right mindset and the right intentions and you spent time learning who this person is before you took it too far i think it could avoid a lot of things that that we end up falling into if we actually take the time to know these people not to just rush into something not to just skip steps that's why we're spending all these time talking about these different steps because there's time involved there's commitment involved this person is somebody you want to be with for the rest of your life that takes a lot to say forget everybody else in the world you i don't want you i don't want you i don't want you i don't want you i want this one particular person and you have to know and feel confident enough that this person matches your energy just the same way you match their energy. It's not a it's not a selfish decision at all. Mm. Mm. That's all she wrote, folks. <laughs> I don't know what else I can say to that. Drops the mic. Real talk. <laughs> That's a that's a that's a mic dropper. So okay, we talked about like, like that. That's that's fire. Okay, that's fire, and I hear you. All right. Mm -hmm. So basically, what you're saying is situationships are bad, bruh. <laughs> I don't. I'm mm, somebody else talk. Nah, <laughs> like what you mean? I feel like if you're Christian, you shouldn't be in situations. The situation should lead to nothing but trouble, heartache, headache, et cetera, et cetera. Avoid it at all costs. I don't recommend. <laughs> Zero out of ten, don't recommend. Situationships don't exist. Like people be making up, oh my God, people be making up the dumbest things to not be committed to somebody. What is a situation? Like make it make sense. You ain't got the title. Exactly. And, and 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 most likely you're 
it's like a, a SWB situation. Ain't even a, a that's just your friend, a friend that you willingly giving it up to. Mm. But but one of the other have feelings for the other person. It, you you see you see how it don't make sense and this 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 is why it doesn't make sense i like you you like me but you don't want to be in a committed relationship what are you what what are we doing here <laughs> so we just developing feelings we just liking each other and we're just going to sit on our our hands <laughs> like that this is why it doesn't make sense because then you get the title a boyfriend or girlfriend and what that yes that comes with responsibility and, and you don't want to have responsibility this 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 goes back to my point this goes back to my point of of of, of people not you showcase these qualities early on in, in the situation you're not showing me that you can be be a leader in that because you can't even sit here and make a commitment to me. You can't even say, you can admit the fact that you have feelings for me, but you're so afraid of the responsibility that you can't make me your girlfriend. It's not always the guy. I know a lot of women that do that too. I'm not saying it is. I'm just, I'm just speaking, I'm speaking from experience. I'm not speaking from the other side. I'm speaking from my particular experience. Okay. You claim that you like me, I claim that I like you, but you're not ready to have a relationship. So why are you entertaining me right now? Why are we going on dates? Why are we seeing each other? Why are we hanging out? Why are you trying to sleep with me? But you don't want a commitment. You don't want to call me your girlfriend, but you want all of the things that relate to being in in a relationship like th th that's where it doesn't make any sense that's where the concept of this whole situation shit it doesn't make sense because the only thing you're avoiding is me claiming you or or you having that exclusivity that you can't do anything else you can't be out here dating all these other people. You can't be out here entertaining all these other people. Because once you say you are my girlfriend, you are my boyfriend, all of that is out the window. And that's what people are afraid of. So why waste time to go through that? And then you end up getting hurt because your feelings are hurt because you done invested all your emotions into this person who doesn't want to commit. Well, you heard the lady, y'all. Situationships are a no-no. Like I said, if you're Christian, you shouldn't be doing that anyway. You're right. You're absolutely right. No one should be doing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Over here just hurting everybody out here. Joe said, said, Christian or not, ain't no situation. <laughs> well, hurt people, hurt people. Exactly. You need to cut all that out, man. That's just crazy. Oh, we talking. What? I talk to my dad. I talk to my mom. I talk to my cat. <laughs> so am I in a relationship with them too? Like what? <laughs> Uh, 
Nah, for real. That I, I I get you because like I remember when I first started hearing that that we talk and stuff, and I'm like, what does that even mean? We talking like what? <laughs> we talking, we conversing, we we you know. Y'all haven't established that commitment yet. That's what dating is. Just call it what it is. <laughs> it's date, and that's where the people have different lingo for different. See, where I'm from, talking and dating is the same thing. We just say talking. And so, so I guess it just depends on where you're from. But like, why, 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 why are we, why are we, why are we making all these extra like terms? That's been though. Ever since I can remember, that's that's same. what it's been called. And and I feel like it downgrades the situation. Because people are so afraid to say that they're dating, it makes, again, it goes back to the lack of commitment. Saying that you're talking to somebody is low commitment. Saying that you're dating somebody, there's a different level of commitment. Even though it's literally the same thing, Yeah. in essence, it's yeah. definitely the same thing. Because what you're doing, of course, you're having conversation with this person, y'all go out or, or whatever and enjoy each other's company. That's what you do in the talking stage. And that's also what you do when you're dating somebody. But this concept but talking of talking definitely sounds less, it sounds, it sounds lesser. Like even if exactly. it, it sounds lesser. And, and I, I feel and, like and that's what it, it's, it's like creating. It, it, yeah. That's where the idea of situationships came from. Like it you creates get all the benefits of a relationship, but no title. It's right. again goes back to lack of commitment. Like it almost creates this space where, like, I can still, I can still step out if I want to yeah. because there is no commitment here because we just talking. Okay. Okay. I think we might make some people mad with this one, but. That's okay. I love y'all anyway. <laughs> like it's 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 some it's some but I think we learned it some I, mean, I wouldn't say make mad. People may disagree, but it's healthy dialogue. People have different opinions on, on things. So Yeah. You ain't gotta agree with me. Cause I never said that I was the um expert on none of this. I'm we just not authorities on this. I situation. talk from we're experience. Just, we're just we're just we are navigating. We are not authorities. We are navigating. I just know what I don't want. And we're still young. We still got a lot to learn. So right. I mean, that's why we're here. We're here to 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 discuss, navigate, and hopefully. But we just trying to too. We just trying to help y'all avoid making the same mistakes we made. Exactly. That's where this is coming from. Um. I don't know. I think I think I think we kind of we kind of we kind of covered a lot. Is there any any any? So go back to that Jacob and Rachel, because uh, I think you touched on it, but you kind of like we skated over it because I started talking about I wanted to throw hands. My bad. Okay. I mean, what you what you wanna what you wanna go over? Like, you want me to tell the whole story? Yeah, because if we're tying it into the concept, because we were using it for the concept of trying out. So did you kind of explain that? Yeah, because like like I said, uh, Jacob basically went, because I think his mom was like, hey, you want a wife? Go talk to this guy over here. Like, I think I think Laban was, was his uncle, 
on his mother's side or something like that, or like a second cousin, something like that, some relation that wasn't like really close, but close enough that it was like, okay, we know these people, so it's safe to go marry with those people. Um, let me see if I can find, I need to, I need to make sure I find the right scripture. So I'm not out here quoting things wrong. Da, 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 da. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So if we if we relate this to like now, modernize it a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So Jacob was trying to get at Rachel, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, I see Rachel, I like Rachel, I want to be like with Rachel. Rachel. So and and she's of she's like like I see like she's of I know she's a good person like she's she's God fearing all of that good stuff mm-hmm. because you know like uh, like oh it was Isaac who was like okay go to the family of of your mother yeah it was his uncle Laban was his his mother's brother okay so he was like you can go over there. The people over there are cool. They're they're like they're good families, so mm-hmm. you can find a wife over there. So he went and he met Laban, who was his uncle, and he was like, "I want to marry okay. your daughter." And Laban was like, "All right, you gotta you gotta work for me for seven years." And he okay. was like, "All right, cool." Um, so he's tilling the ground, he's doing the hard work, he got him his six-figure job, he got the degrees, he stacked yeah, on so paper. Like, so like, yeah, so he got he got all the he got all the qualifications and he went, he went. So like it's like he met a CEO and he met the CEO's daughter, mm-hmm. and he was like, I wanna I wanna work for your if I if I work for your company for seven years, you'll let me marry your daughter. Mm-hmm. And the CEO was like, "All right, cool. Work for me for seven years, and and I'll let you, you know." And and he said, "I see you're a good man, and it's better that my daughter marry you than anybody else." Okay, so he qualified. Yeah. So daddy so, approves. Dad approves. And it says, "And this is this is Genesis twenty nine eighteen. It said, and Jacob loved Rachel, and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter." And Laban said, it is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man. Well, he made his intentions perfectly clear on who he wanted. Abide with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. Oh, that's so cute. And Jacob said unto Laban, give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled that I may go into her. I did my job. Let's go. Fulfill your end the contract. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast. Hey, yo. Okay, so he threw a party. <laughs> he threw a My party. My daughter's about to get married. Throw this party. Let's go. Okay. It gave him the wrong daughter. That's messed up. On purpose. On purpose. Intentionally. Mm-hmm. Because. And then, and then it said. What does uh, that say about poor Leah? Not really, though. Because. Like, does that mean that she just sis couldn't get her own man? 
I'm just saying. I don't know. I guess. I guess Laban was like, "This is the best man I can find for my daughter," so he should have married him. <laughs> so he was like, "Look, I found a good person, and you just gonna have both my children because ain't nobody qualified you're just, like you're just, you. Uh, you're just gonna have to deal with it, bro." That's wild. So, like, imagine that, bro. Like, imagine you go, you know, you've been dating somebody, and then the dad is like, well, you can't have her. You got to have her sister. What's your next move? We throwing hands. What do you mean? <laughs> this is not what I came for. This is well, not. You know how, like, you try to talk to a girl and be like, but my friend. Not the but my friend. Yeah, like Pastor Ryan and Sister Brittany. Mm. <laughs> we gotta get them on here to talk that story. Bro. We do because like, we keep, we keep talking about it, but for real, like you know, Sister Brittany was like, "But my friend," and Pastor Ryan is like, "Nah, but, but you, you though." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But like, um, come on now. Like, I'm just thinking. Like, what what was the daddy's like? What what was what was the angle? Like, what did you think? Like, how do you think that man was finna feel? Like, I spent seven years of my life dealing with you and your family. Like, you breached the contract. I'm suing you. So so let me let me read the rest of this story. So verse 26, he said, "Ed Laban said it must not be done so done in our country to give the younger before the firstborn." You should have told me that when I came to your doorstep asking for Rachel. Fulfill her week. So he said, you better go on your honeymoon too. And we will give thee this also for the service, which thou shalt serve me yet seven other years. Bro, <laughs> this is like free labor. I feel like that's what Jacob he got played. played. That's all I'm saying. He did because like, that's not fair. Like you, I don't understand. Like you couldn't have said, when I came to your doorstep and I said, I want Rachel. Okay. I am here for your youngest daughter. That's what it said. Right. So you knew I had the intention of coming and marrying your youngest oh. Oh, oh, Daughter. oh, you know what? I realized I've always read this wrong because I, I switched to the amplified version so I can, you know, get some yeah. more insight. So after that week, right, Laban was like, my bad. I tricked you. You can marry Rachel. But after you marry Rachel, you got to work for me seven more years. So it's not like he worked seven more years and then he married Rachel. It's like he married Leah, spent a week with just Leah. Married Rachel and then worked seven more years with Lady. Why? Why am I staying here? You lied to me the first time. What more do I owe you at this point, bro? Give me your whole farm because <laughs> I don't understand how you messed up and I have to work for you now. No, but you want to know what's crazy though? <laughs> Verse 31. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he made her able to bear children, but Rachel was barren. The Lord is oh, like, wow. hey, you married this woman, so you better love her, bro. I, I don't even know what to say no more. <laughs> I don't even know what to say no more. Like, I just, I just feel like I just got, like, the short end of the stick in this situation. 
and it's not even my fault, but I have to suffer. So the woman I love can't bear children, but the woman that you threw at me, I got to have her babies. <laughs> I love you think he knew that. Who? Jacob? The dad. Oh, the dad? Like knew that, that she couldn't have kids. He had to know something. Like yeah, it's like it's like the ugly stepsister. Like I'm not saying that Leah was ugly, but I'm just saying like you know how like sometimes like you got that one like awkward sibling. Like because yeah, the verse said Leah Leah was pretty, but Rachel was prettier, basically. Okay, so like you had like the average looking girl, and you had like the bombshell. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah, so like the dad probably knew it was going to be harder for the daughter for leah to get married so he was like "Ooh, let me take this opportunity because this might be your one shot they was probably in cahoots together i feel like that's what it was i feel like i feel like leah and the daddy planned it and just didn't tell rachel this could be an episode of criminal minds not criminal minds love and hip-hop bible edition (laughs) for real for real because that (laughs) real talk that's what it is the Bible got some tea. Not nah, real talk. They missing in the Bible. About, can we talk about Leah had four kids for Jacob? Like one after the other. Nah, sis, like that. Nah. Four. Mm-mm. Had Reuben, Simeon, Levi, this is why and this is the episode of Criminal Minds. Cause now you pitting the sisters against each other. That sister finna murder her. Not real talk because because the next chapter Rachel is like when Rachel saw that she conceived no children for Jacob she envied her sister and said yeah, oh, see you done created jealousy wait 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 give me children or else I will die <laughs> give me your seed and then Jacob said Jacob said Jacob became furious with Rachel he said am I in the place of God who has denied you children. Look, at this point, Jacob's like, I don't know what else to do, man. Like, I did all the steps. I I, I, I suffered long in the land. Like, what more do you want from me? All right. There is a lesson here. There is a lesson here. What is that? Don't just go for looks, bro. Nah, but facts. <laughs> you can't Jacob, send me my black people. She was pretty. You can't tell me the story ain't no black people. She caused you, you the most problems. Now you stuck with her average looking sister who got all the kids and she about to throw a hissy fit. Oh, I'm not pretty. You don't love me. I can't have kids. That's not my fault. That's your daddy's fault. You <laughs> set me up. This <laughs> is all... Louis said the sin, the sins of your father go on to your children. That's Wait, your am, I, am, I, am I listening wrong? Who was barren? So Rachel was barren. The pretty okay, one, I thought so. one was I thought, barren. I thought I heard that right. Yeah. Leah, the average sister, was had all the churns, had all the baby's kids. Had all the kids. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So he was done. Wait a second. So he ain't even need. Why was he still sleeping with her though? Ooh, because she was his wife. What do you mean? I was just about to say they married. He can't not do it. Like that's that's not fulfilling the husbandly duties. Man. 
Nah, I'm. This Rachel is a real episode of Minds. I'm sorry. I'm. This is love and hip hop. Bible edition. That daddy gonna have to see me. <laughs> I'm trying to understand. I'm really trying to understand. This don't make no sense. So Rachel never had kids. Rachel had two kids at like the end of the story. Oh, bless her. Like, cause cause Rachel was like, "All right, you finna have my maid since I can't have kids." So Dang. it was, it was a it was nah, a Sarah situation. So she gave her the maid. He already had your sister, and the maid had a kid too. I'm so confused. The like, maid had two kids. Why would you do that? He already had your sister. Why would you? Okay, here's another woman for you. Go ahead. Yeah. What? Nah, fam. The maid had two kids, and then Leah was like, "All right, I'm out of, I'm out of, I'm out of kids." So he gave you Jacob out of kids. You didn't no. even get one. No, oh, Leah had four. Okay. Leah okay. had four, on, and Leah. she was like, "Okay, I'm done, but you can have my maid too." <laughs> and her. So this man had four women. Yup. And Leah's maid gave him two kids. Nah, we won't have to throw hands. Me and my daddy. I'm sorry. Wait, and then Leah had two more kids and a daughter. Two more sons and a daughter. So Rachel just nanny of the year and everybody else just being pregnant and popping out babies. And then Rachel finally had a son and that was Joseph. Oh, well, at least he was the one that mattered the most. Uh, mattered the most. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just saying he was the only relevant one. At least the, the one seed you did have was blessed beyond measure. Dang, it's the least you could have done. It was all for the God's plan. God's plan. God's just about the same. <laughs> That's wild, bro. I'm sorry. Oh, Me, my dad, fighting. Nah, really. Fa- father-in-law got to see me, bro, because that's messed up. I'm just trying to understand. First, he he said me. Jacob up. He did. Yeah, that's just a whole thing. That's the worst part. When he was getting ready to leave. It's the fact that I now got to work for you for seven more years because you messed up. You gonna give me a pay raise? Yeah, his pay raise with up two women he got. <laughs> nah, for me it, it was the when I'm getting ready to leave now. Now you want to try to play me again? I'm like, oh wait, 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 wait! I have a better offer. Yeah, it was like, nah, um, nah, you, you know, the Lord has blessed me because you've been here, so stay longer. Jacob's like, nah, I got my family. I'm finna leave. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-mm. And Laban was not having it. But we're not getting into that because that's 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 another tangent. That's another lesson. Dang. Maybe she was entitled. Maybe she felt like she can just have whatever she wants. So God had to like take her down a couple notches. Maybe that's what it was. All right, watch out for your in-laws, y'all. That's that's what I'm gonna think. That that's gonna make me feel a little better. God had the humble Rachel. So, so she thought she was all in the bag of chips. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what I'm gonna say. It is. 
because she thought that she can have whatever and get whatever. And God was like, nah. Maybe we need to read the chapter before that. What, which to chapter? see what Rachel was like. Isn't she? Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. What's I didn't say today. I was just saying it. No, I know. I'm just. I'm just asking. Does it talk about that? Like, I mean, the, it talks about when he uh, when he met Rachel. Oh. Because he met what Rachel first. He liked her for? What was the uh-huh. reason he liked her? So he met her when he came when he came to the land that you know that his father was like, "Hey, go over here to to find your wife." So when he was re- she in position, Rachel was there because she was she was watching over the sheep. Where was Leah? Not involved in this conversation. Because oh. what if what if he really was supposed to see Leah, but Rachel was like, "Nah." I'm gonna go first, like Jacob and Esau. <laughs> I doubt it. I mean, maybe that's why God played him like that. Oh, I'm just making stuff up. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's between them and God. I don't know. That's not my business. All I know is what I read right here. It's none of my business. None of my business. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm done, y'all. <laughs> That was, a, that was a nice little interlude talking about Jacob and, and his his struggles. Moral of the story, y'all. He ain't struggle. He had four wives. <laughs> yeah, the work cool for him, though. All that child support. You know it, y'all. Don't just go for the pretty face. Yeah, because you're going to end up Marrying a bunch of people that you don't need to be married to. <laughs> That's not even legal, sis. Exactly. It's in some countries. It was legal then. It ain't legal now. It is in some countries. Not here. <laughs> anyway, point being, nah, but I mean, you could still end up married. you going to be in a bunch of situations. Not all at the same time. <laughs> anyway. This was this was good conversation, y'all. Let's uh let's uh let's wind down a little bit. Any 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 last like little little tidbits y'all want to throw out there? No. Rachel's daddy was messed up. <laughs> Joe's mad at Rachel and Laban, y'all. Like she's, she's a not- liar. <laughs> she's a liar. I don't know. I feel like I feel like. I feel like it was an object lesson and you know, not just not just doesn't make him any less of a liar. You're right. I mean, you're right. And then to be like that was your uncle too. That's kind of crazy. Ooh, Jonathan and Ren's got a new song out. Sorry, y'all. Okay, continue. Wow. Anyway. I had you know I had to mention him at least once every podcast. Come on now. I'm saying, like, bro, if we if if we don't get sponsored by this man, anyway, let's uh, let's uh, let's shift, let's shift gears a little bit. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! What is going on? Oh, that would help. I know it now. All right, let's get into it. We are back. 
with the relationship debates pack of tonight's conversation game cards. It's not the debates. Okay. <laughs> I ain't playing tonight. What do you mean you ain't playing? You better not. Us. Okay. I'm going to start with a little funny one. Your significant other surprises you with a home-cooked anniversary dinner. That's you delicious. Take, you take one bite, and it's nasty. Oh, no. How would you handle the rest of the feast? I'm going to fold the plate. You said what? I'm just going to fold the plate. Not <laughs> fold the plate. fold the plate. How you know it's on a paper plate? <laughs> you only took one bite. So how are you going to explain that? <laughs> I'm going to just be real. Cooking ain't your boy Taylor. Right. Like, I'm going to just be honest. Hell, we ain't know this by now. We one year in. Nah, for real. Wait, wait. <laughs> you telling me before tonight, this person ain't never cooked for you? I'm saying. And tonight of all nights is when you want to showcase your lack of skills. <laughs> No, we. I might have to roast you a little bit. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends on y'all relationship. You get roasted. You get. I feel played. Or maybe you just the type who likes to cook and just decide to cook every time, and he never got the the showcase his yeah his lack of skills. Mm-hmm. No, I feel like I I feel like we should have had this conversation. You know how some people like look. I don't know how to cook. I don't like to cook. You know, like some people that's, mention that. That's one of the first conversations I have. Yo, can you cook? I yeah. Can cook. Like, it's 2022. I'm going to need you to know how to cook, bro. But I feel like this might have been this. Maybe this is one of those things where like, look, I don't know how to cook, but I really wanted to do something nice for you. It could have been. I appreciate the effort, but that's Stick on what you know. If you know, if you know, they you tried. This is not the night for you to try. <laughs> they were trying. Now we gotta figure out what what we finna eat. Right, cause we eating them. Because they were trying to surprise you. You know, I appreciate the envelope, but stop food, experimenting. Like you ain't taste the food before you put it on the table. It was like, good to them. Like nah, you getting roasted nah. the whole night. I love you, but you're getting roasted the whole night. <laughs> that might make her feel by the way. I don't know if I roasted. You're getting roasted in love. <laughs> we might go back in the kitchen and cook together. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go back Could in the you date? This is the question for the listeners. Could you date someone who, somebody who can't cook? I like to cook and I like to eat. So if he can't cook, it honestly doesn't bother me because I'm going to do the cooking the majority of the time anyway. I'm going to need you to know how to do basic things. Right. Because, right. like, I don't mind, like, doing the main part of the cooking. But if I go in and be like, hey, can you put the, like, potatoes to boil? And you don't even know how to do that. Oh, yeah. Something wrong with you today. If you, you can't assemble an egg, something's wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah. I need you to at least. Some basic, breakfast. Yeah. Like- 
we lead you all your way around the kitchen. Just I'm not, yeah, I was. I'm not saying you be top shelf, but right. yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't got to cook like you from culinary school. Yeah, right. like we can, we can work on like you know. We Dice this onion together. while I do this. You can be the little, you know, prepper. Like you can be cut off stuff. You know, be the yeah, that's fine. We can work with that. I mean, you ain't even got to use like they got little gadgets or whatever that you can cut the onions up and, and yeah, stuff like exactly. this. Just, just, just press work. it and let it cut on its own. I just need you to be able to do that. Know how to use it at least. Get you a slap shop. <laughs> Learn how to read instructions to know. Next question. I need you to be useful. Okay. Let me see. Your significant other forgets your birthday. I'll be hurt. I ain't even gonna lie. That's not good, bro. That's not yeah. good. And I'm gonna tell you what. I'll be hurt. Because I got people who will not let me forget my own birthday. So if you my significant other and you forget my birthday, bro. I'm probably not gonna talk to you for a good week. I don't know about a week, but we gonna, we gonna, we gonna have some, we gonna have some problems for a little bit. Like, that's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt a little bit. That's going. Ooh, it's a major problem for me. Like it's not my birthday. My birthday. We no, first of all, forgetting your birthday is crazy because it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> and that's exactly what I said. You forget my birthday. We ain't having a Christmas. I'm throwing the tree out the window. <laughs> <laughs> like what holiday? We ain't got that no more. Like, nah, for real though, because. Yeah, we go, we go, we gonna have some issues if you forget my birthday, bro. Christmas, like, what's that? <laughs> and my birthday is always the week before Halloween, so that that should be easy to remember. Like my birthday is twelve thirteen. You ain't forgetting my birthday. And then on top of that, we gotta celebrate the whole month. So I'm dropping hints the whole month, and you still forget, bro. I hope it. That's wild. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, we ain't, I don't, ain't no conversation. Ain't no we ain't conversation. Having a Christmas, right. we ain't having a New Year's. Just for that, I'm I'm taking all the Thanksgiving food back out your stomach. Damn, she said no <laughs> Christmas and no New Year's. She said a whole week of holidays done. All so. gone. Ain't no Kwanzaa. Ain't nothing. no Hanukkah. Nothing. Ain't no Boxing Day. Nothing. <laughs> you get nothing. You get a lump of coal. <laughs> now your Christmas is going back to Walmart. Exactly. Get all the gift receipts. You play with me. Not the gift receipts. Gift receipts. Play with me. <laughs> then I'll forget your birthday on purpose. But no, oh, no. We're going all out for your birthday. I want you to feel the guilt. <laughs> feel it. And that's the petty. <laughs> feel the hurt. Yeah, we need prayer. Next question. <laughs> okay. A woman is leaving her relationship because her spouse says he is no longer physically attracted to her. Is this a responsible action? Neither of them are responsible in this situation because. How is she not responsible if he doesn't find her physically attractive anymore? 
like it's a, it's a it's an irresponsible situation all around because my dude what happened because the same woman you married so like you don't all of a sudden wake up and you just not attracted to your wife anymore so what was this did she happen? stop doing certain things did she let herself go and was did there communication she, like yeah that too like, i'm not putting the blame on her but yeah it was some something that some some kind of discord yeah they had to him to just not be involved here there's always lack of communication because there's something that he said that she ignored there's something that she said that he ignored or he ain't saying nothing at all and he just watched it happen that too then he would be at fault yeah And then it also, you know, sometimes you got to think what what's the reason that she's no longer physically attractive? If it's a medical issue and you leave her because she got her leg amputated, did she have kids? How many? That's that's one of the things. A lot of times I've seen that, like, oh, she had kids, so her her body changes a little bit, and so he's like, nah, I can't, I don't like that no more. Like, bro, she had your kids, bro. Like, what do you mean? See, men like that bottom of fight. Okay. Mm. Carry on. Your significant other says they no longer love you romantically, but still care for you as a friend. You're otherwise happy with the relationship. Would you continue it? They said they no longer romantically have feelings for me. So what are we doing here? And at this point, we just wasting the time. Right. We just gonna be like, ooh, besties, what? Yeah. Mm-mm. No. Because how involved were we? You said significant other. That means we were at least boyfriend and girlfriend. Yep. Mm-mm. I don't know, bro. That's enough for me, dog. I don't know if I can step down like that. Like from from full on relationship. The Because I feel like that leaves the door open for problems later on. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm gonna say no. I'm a, I'm gonna say no. Y'all friends with a person who still won't access to you. Okay. That makes sense. He doesn't want you romantically, but he still got access to you in other ways. Right. Because a lot of times that leads to jealousy. That leads to to some messy situations between y'all. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say no. On that leads to situationships. Like it's not to say that it cannot happen, but nah, nah. It's enough for me. I wouldn't do it personally. Um. Me personally, I wouldn't let that slide. <laughs> Me personally would, would slide him. <laughs> Next question. Okay. Wait, you Joe, both- what's your answer? Huh? What's your answer, bro? Um, we not in a relationship anymore. What you mean? Would you be okay Would with be being friends? friends? Maybe. 
You better than us. <laughs> right. That's a maybe. I need prayer. I mean, again, it, it depends on how this went down. You know what I mean? Like, if this is like a mutual thing, like things fizzled out, then yeah, maybe we can possibly... That ain't like, what the cards say. I'm doing you like you do us. Right. That's not what the card said. The card said they're no longer romantically interested in you. It didn't but say care you, for you are as a friend. no longer romantically interested in them. So you might still have feelings for this person, but they're like, I don't got feelings no more. Like, I don't have feelings enough to stay like, like. But I care for you as a friend, though. Like you, cool people, but I don't. I don't, I don't want you like that. Yeah, right. that'll add up. Because like the basis to any relationship is a friendship. So like, what what is it that you are lacking that like made you want to demote me? Like that's he wanted his cake question. and eat it too. That made no sense. He wanted his cake and eat it too. But you can't eat this one. So I don't know. Nick. Okay. You These broke up. Be making me want to fight. <laughs> you... Yeah, well, this one's gonna make you want to fight. You broke up with your significant other less than a week ago, and they are already in another relationship. Oh, he was already talking to her while we were talking. While we was together. Blank period. Oh, oh. Because there ain't oh, no way you was on that quick. You was cheating. That. Next question. I don't even want to elaborate on that. <laughs> Your significant <laughs> other quits their job because they want to become a rapper. The mixtape is dropping next week, but so are the bills. <laughs> Would you support them? Huh. First of all, you was not quitting to be no. no okay, we gonna pay these bills. You can be an artist <laughs> while we pay these bills. That could be a. They got the drop next week though. Okay, but we we still gotta pay these bills, bro. Okay, you can how about this? Don't quit your job. Right. We gonna see how this mixtape do when it drops. Exactly. If it blow up, then we, we can. He had to quit his job because he had to put more time in the studio to make the mixtape. family. If I'm making, if I'm making enough money for this, then we could talk about it. Nah, family. Quit mm -hmm. your job. I'm <laughs> not just gonna be holding up the weight because he you feel like you want to be a rapper. rapper. Come on. And if, well, okay, and if he don't make it. Then he gonna go back to the job he quit. What if he can't get a job after that? Right. Dang. What if they was like, that's unreliable. I can't trust you, so I can't hire you again. Well, he finna be selling these mixtapes on the side of the road. He ain't finna make no money off it. So what we gonna do then? Right. People don't buy music no more. They be streaming. Yeah. <laughs> and you ain't getting nowhere but SoundCloud. SoundCloud ain't ain't really working in. Right. If you're not on Spotify or Apple Music, you ain't nowhere. Ain't no type of support, man. Nah, I'm all I'm all for support, but I'm realistic. We have to have a conversation at the very least. Be like, hey, can we afford to do this? If we can afford to do this, then that's that's then we can talk. Maybe we also need a plan B if this don't work. Right. Want to be on the BET Awards? That's all well and good. That is fine. And I don't know about to watch BET Awards, Momo. Oh, man. I thoroughly support you. However, comma, we got bills to pay. Okay. <laughs> Money is tight, 
and your significant other has just received their fourth online shopping delivery of the week. What Hi, brother. What is Linda coming from? Right. What you doing? Shopping online. Apparently. Spending our bill money? Like, is that what you're doing? Like money tight, but you got money to shop. Yep. Where this where this side money coming from? Who who sending you who sending you money? Who sending you money? Let me check that cash out. Right. Right. I'm playing doing all it, but for real, I like. Let me see that cash app. Let me see the Let me see them 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 nah, But for real though, you got money to shop, but we barely make it ends meet paying these bills. Right. We eating cereal. That money you doing on online shopping sprees, my G, you can go half with us on bills. Right. Every time somebody says <laughs> we trying to make ends meet, it makes me think of what my dad said. That ends can't meet, otherwise it's not an end. <laughs> but I get, I think that's the point of the expression. Like if you make the ends meet, then then everything's good. Oh. Then we're rolling again. Um, I guess. Um, but yeah, nah, I got questions. Cause where you getting this money from? Like if money is tight, we eating cereal every day for breakfast, but you getting Amazon deliveries. What if what if what if it's what if what if you know like there's there's a joint account and there's a spending account, right? Like you had like the joint account and then you have the separate account and you spend it out of your separate account. The joint account is for the bills, and you spend it out of your separate account. Okay, but if we on the verge of, of, of losing of losing the house, but we can't pay the mortgage, why mm-hmm. can't you? Right. The important thing is saving where we live, not getting the newest shoes. Like priorities, baby priorities. Yes. This is the exact reason why I say we need to have a, a an emergency an account just for emergencies, just for situations like that. You're not gonna be having shopping sprees while we out here struggling. That's just not. It's not it, Chief. Sure. Next question. Okay. A woman is receiving child support. <laughs> her child is well taken care of, so she uses the money the money to buy nice things for herself. No, that's illegal. First of all, <laughs> not if you can't prove it. Dang, what? No, I'm so serious. This a, I know, I know some people who's getting child support. It's still and, illegal, though. Just and they use the money on on things illegal. other than the child, but they cannot prove it, so she can't get in trouble for it. Like it, it it's it's the principle, though. <laughs> Dang! So if you can't prove it, okay. I feel like with with that, I feel like if the child is well, I still feel like you should use that money for the child, like. That money is for, uh, for like the child needs a roof over over his head. The child needs food. I mean, I can use that money for that. Like shoot, put it or in I can put the money away. Like put in a savings account for your kid. At the end of the day, that money's for your kid. Whether you're taking care of your kid well or not, that money is for your child. Otherwise, which what's what's the other person paying child support for? Oh no, that's a sticky situation with that. 
Like, I understand child support is quote unquote mandatory because, you know, if y'all not together, then whoever's taking the care of the child in the in the vast majority of situation should be getting it's support. not necessarily mandatory. However, if you got the means to take care of that child and you still getting child support, that money is still for that child. So you shouldn't be spending it on anything else. I saw I saw a video. You those support court videos. Have y'all seen those? Yeah. I saw one. The videos are funny. With this lady um intentionally uh quit her corporate job so she wouldn't have to pay like a high amount of child support. Oh, like she started working at a. I think she started working at like a grocery store, like a deli or something. Um, because she didn't want to continue to pay that level of child support. That's real. But that judge in play, she was like, "If you have the means to work, you finna pay this money." So she gave quoted her based on her original income. True. Okay. A man doesn't want a woman to go through with a pregnancy. Later, he feels he shouldn't pay child support mm-hmm. because she wanted a child and he didn't. Does he have a point? Don't get somebody pregnant. If you want her to have a kid, my G, protect yourself. Because you know you know what it takes to make a child. Wrap it up. What if she stuck a hole in it? Well, if you mess with that ain't what you say. Do that. I'm well, just throwing cool. out extra cool. stuff. I'm just saying what, what possibility. Like, say like we've seen what happens. Drake put hot sauce in his in his little wrapper. Like we 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 We've seen, we've heard the stories. So, realistically, you shouldn't be messing with somebody that you're not willing to have a baby with. It's really that simple. It's really that simple. And this is why it's so important not just have, not just be out there sleeping with everybody. Facts, because you never know what's on somebody's brain. You never know. So be safe. In your thought process. Okay, last question. Your significant other becomes religiously devout and they don't want the children to celebrate Christmas because of their new beliefs. How would you handle this? Uh, We celebrate in Christmas because we celebrate Jesus. So... Ain't no conversation here. You bugging. <laughs> okay. Agreed. Okay. We're celebrating Christmas for a reason. So. All right. Like, I can see if you want to cut out, like, the Santa Claus stuff and all that, but, like, so I'm saying like Christmas is pagan. Right. The holiday is pagan, but the meaning behind why we celebrate it still stands. We're celebrating the birthday of Jesus. 
So like how you all mm-hmm. start switching faiths on me, bro. Well, what if what if it what if they didn't have it? Like what if they didn't have faith when they first started dating and then like you know. I mean I'm all for you finding I'm fi- uh, finding your newfound your faith. Nothing wrong with finding Jesus, but <laughs> it, it, it's the two say for me that I can't rock with. Everything so is they, an issue. Not going to celebrate Christmas? That's bugging. But, but if that if that man's your husband, and that's what he decided for his family, how would you handle? Oh, yeah. That's y'all question. <laughs> I'm just throwing out scenarios. You can go in the next room. I'm buying my kids gifts and we finna celebrate the baby Jesus. Is is that this song? You was fine with that before you found your, your new devout, whatever it is that you believe it is. You were fine with it. What made the change? If you can give me a legit reason why you feel like we shouldn't celebrate it, then I'll consider it. Okay. That's all I have for you, beautiful people. We don't chill. Well, as always, we thank y'all for listening. We are everywhere. Our link tree is in our bio. Click on it. Click a link. Go listen. Catch up. You know, as always, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Tell a friend that Christian Call Center is here. We're dropping this episode Friday, August 5th at 7 p.m. Central. And catch us live on the Instagram at 8.45 on Instagram Live. And as always, thank you for listening to the Christian Call Center where Jesus is on the main line and we're online too. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.